0: Angela White, what,
1: what? How did this happen? I met you at the premiere of the roast, and it all went crazy from there. Why do I feel like as soon as we met, we were friends? I don't know, but something about the way you touched me, which sounds—I—I <laughs> I need to watch it. Apparently, yeah. You—you you grabbed me, and I was like, wow. Like in my head, I was like, wow, she's really touching me. But I mean no i
2: <laughs> so, okay so angela white is coming forward with an allegation no no i'd rather not be here for this i feel like this is supposed to be between you and your lawyer
1: no you you grabbed me in a way i was impressed because a lot of people don't really touch each other in la like it's very like there's no uh, if meaning you're, behind your
2: actress the producer okay. will touch you as much as you want um at the christmas party uh and as much as you don't want frankly but we hadn't met I knew you were coming. I knew of you a little bit. It's not that mm. I don't know you really well. because um, I know how famous you are. I had, you know, Alex from OnlyFans had sent me, you know, a list of who was coming and I was like, oh god. And I I, I didn't totally know, but I could feel that you were someone. Does that oh. make sense?
1: Well. Wow. Like Thank I could you.
2: feel you have yeah. star energy.
1: Thank you. Do you know,
2: and your yeah. and your eyes I are wild and we connected and, yeah. and it was a very um, chaotic situation and I went up to like hug you or something. Yeah. And I'm so grateful that you came.
1: Oh, anyway, I, ha- I was so happy to be there. I had so much fun. It was great.
2: I just like, I can only really, I am so at ease around sex workers because it's, um, comedians, it's same, same. Yeah. You know, we're giving our, uh, you know, it's like,
1: I don't want to use It's the very word. vulnerable.
2: Yeah. Like yeah giving your body to people for their yeah. you know enjoy we give our emotions and insecurities and etc so it's it always just feels very safe to me yeah yeah i hugged because we were on a podcast together recently and you were yeah. like you hugged me really hard at that party yeah. and i was like is she gonna sue me
1: no i am not gonna sue you <laughs> i would like you to do it again like <laughs> no i you <laughs> you're me if i don't do it again <laughs> yeah like if you don't keep hugging me like that it's over <laughs> you you we were on the red carpet or the blue carpet because yep. it was for only fans <laughs> blue balls carpet yeah and you you grabbed me and you looked into my eyes and i was like wow she's real yeah and we hugged yeah
2: enveloped yeah and you have a you have such a warmth to you, and I get and I don't know why that's surprising. I think in some way I'm very intimidated by you uh, and what you do because I admire it so much, and I I'm scared of it. You know, I think people tend to think co- stand up comedy is the scariest thing, the hardest thing, mm. the most uh, embarrassing thing, or the most um, the thing that requires the most amount of courage. But I look at sex work and I go like that, See that I
1: you know that's where I get. Well, I think we do the thing, we both do the things that people find the scariest. It's public speaking and Mm -hmm. being naked in front of people. Yep. So that's, yeah.
2: (laughs) Has this been, like, what, and I'm going to just start from the beginning. Okay. At what point in your life were you, did you become sexual? Did it become comfortable? Like, how, when was this, this is my life, this is my dream, this is my future?
1: 14. 14 is kind of like. That was when everything started happening. That's when I developed my breasts. That's when I was super sexual. That's well, your when your breasts I
2: got, this big off the
1: jump? It pretty much, not quite this big. Um, at 14, I was a double D. So, and then they just slowly grew after that. But it felt like overnight. Like I was 13 flat chested, 14 double D tits.
2: I had a girl in my school that had, she was very, very short, shorter than you. And she had such big boobs. It was like a problem mm-hmm. like she had back problems yeah. kate upton's a good friend of mine she you know she had trouble breastfeeding like she's like big boobs are a, kind of a traumatic uh, chelsea lynn who's on, only fans trailer trash tammy she, when she said she couldn't play sports because they would yeah. hit her they'd hit her in the face i'm like this <laughs> just feels like a fucked up <laughs> karmic <laughs> punishment um and so were they was it when they what was your experience when they started coming in because i think very few people are like, oh, you have big boobs. I feel so bad for you. But it must be kind of confusing.
1: It is. I mean, they're a blessing and a curse. I mean, I for me, they're mainly a blessing. But um, I did get at back to t- okay. So at before the time, before you were like, these are going to make me an iconic millionaire. <laughs> so before that, I mean, at 13... All my other friends had developed, so I was flat-chested. So I would cry myself to sleep because I didn't have tits. And my mom would always say, "Don't worry, you're going to get tits, and you're going to catch up, and you're going to overtake everyone." Which I didn't believe her at the time. Shipping she had boobs? yes, okay. everyone in my family, both my grandmothers have big tits. So it's like both sides of the family, big titties. All my cousins, my sisters, everyone has big tits. But at 13, not having like I had nothing, and my friends had tits, even if they were C cups. I'm like. I'm a horny woman that wants to express and explore myself and I have no tits and I felt like tits were the ticket. What do you mean you are at 13, were you masturbating at that time? Yes.
2: That I was trying to think when you came on, I was like, when did I masturbate first? Like I does any do people remember like I just wrapped my head around my losing my virginity thing story, like remembering, but I don't remember when I figured that out.
1: See, I was doing, like, sexual, self-pleasuring things before I knew what masturbation was. Because mm-hmm. I think about what I did with my friends when we were kids and, like, humping, like, the dolls yeah. and things like that, which yeah. is basically masturbation. But... You know,
2: so, so just so you're... Australia. Yeah. Everyone. This is where they sent the criminals. They sent
1: the criminals to an island to go hump dolls. I don't think that's why, but that is what ended up happening. <laughs> You just said it so casually.
2: Yeah. I I, I don't, I didn't, do you hump dolls with your friends?
1: Yeah, with my friends. Uh-huh. Yeah, we did it together. Like we would do these little ceremonies where we would get married sure. to the soft toys and then we would hump them because we'd have to consummate the marriage. So we would hump, we would be in bed together <laughs> side by side humping the dolls yeah and we would you know make our barbies have sex and stuff I mean that wasn't masturbation but we we were yeah, yeah exploring sex and sexual ideas
2: Was there do you remember seeing images in movies or magazines that, like, led to it or...
1: No, nothing led to it. I, I do remember seeing, like, naked people in movies was so exciting. I remember, like, the full frontal nudity in Life of Brian. Like, that was just Whoa. so exciting for Mine me. Mine was
2: household. Like, my, you know, I had family members that cheated and stuff. Mm. And I would go to the mistress's home and, so, like, see stuff. And oh, wow. Yeah, I remember, like, I... have there was, the household was sexual. There were mm. women in the house, naked, coming in, coming out, and I kind of, I think, and I can't, I can't really delineate whether it was like, ooh, this is sexual, I'm into sex, or it's like, ooh, this is what gets my dad's attention, so I should do that, uh, look like that, or act, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was kind of like, at a very early age, whoops.
1: At an early age, I was just so fascinated with naked bodies and sex, even if it wasn't like a sexual thing. Bodies
2: are just rid- so ridiculous. And it's How weird we that we're be- not allowed to see them. Why can't How can I see you it? let a kid love a moon bounce but not jump on titties? <laughs> same, same.
1: Do you know yeah, me? soft, bouncy things. Yeah.
2: This episode is brought to you by Kariuma, the cool, sustainable sneaker company made for life on and off the board. Warmer days are ahead, and we all need that staple shoe to carry us through summer and beyond when it comes to days spent in the sunshine. And on your feet, Kariuma's got you covered with effortless style, unmatched comfort, and premium quality worn by celebrities like Ashton Kutcher and me. <laughs> That's not in the prompter. Why didn't they include me in that? I wonder. I feel like when Ashton Kutcher does his reads, they're like, celebrities like Whitney Cummings, praised by publications like Vogue and GQ. These are a cult fave. Oka is Kiriyuma's new school take on timeless sneaker style. It's designed for everyday wear and with breathable or breathing. What's that like? It's in shades like green, off-white, and rose. It's the perfect pair to prep for summer. They're sure to have the perfect color for you. We've loved the lace-up Oka. Now, Kiriyuma recently launched canvas slip-ons made with organic cotton and natural rubber outsole. This easy-to-wear style provides a timeless look with incredible comfort and ease. It's everything you love about Oka, now without the laces. Cariuma is always keeping it fresh with epic collaborations with brands like Deuce, Avatar, and Pantone. There's something to love for everyone, and sure to be shoes you will never get bored of. Cariuma is a B Corp certified and has a dedicated reforestation program based in the Brazilian rainforest. They're good people too? What? Their co-founders, David and Fernando, both grew up there, so this project is especially close to home for every sneaker... uh, For every pair of sneakers sold, Karayuma plants two trees, and they've already planted over two million trees to date. That is so freaking cool and hot. Karyuma ships all their sneakers free and fast in the USA and offers worldwide shipping in 60-day free returns. They deliver right to your front door using single box recycled packaging. And for a limited time, good for you listeners can get an exclusive 15% off your pair of Karyuma sneakers. Go to Karyuma, C-A-R-I-U-M-A dot com slash Whitney to get 15% off. That's Karyuma, C-A-R-I-U-M-A dot com slash Whitney for 15% off only for a limited time.
1: I I was that weird kid at school in the back of the library reading all the sex books. Like there was a book called Where Did We Come From which had all the cartoon illustrations of naked people and reproduction and reproductive organs and that was fascinating to me. And I was, you know, I knew I wasn't supposed to like look at it every single day. So I'd always go to the back of the library to like stare at these cartoon images. So I've always been fascinated by sex and sexuality and naked bodies. But yeah. there,
2: was there a, a religion in your house at all? Because I think maybe the the in America, I'll speak before there's just such a religious shame, like a fabric of shame that underpins everything. That I feel like
1: it was. So I was brought up Christian, but it wasn't like a super strict religious household. Um, my mom was really open with me about sex and masturbation. What does she do? Um, she's a photographer. Cool. Yeah. So it makes sense that I ended totally. up on the other side of the screen. Um, But yeah, she she was really open with me. Like she gave me a copy of um, the Sheer, the the Height Report. Do you know this book? Sheer Height wrote this book in the 70s. And it basically surveyed women on their sexual experiences and on masturbation and how they masturbated. Because she wanted me to, she actually asked me like, do you know how to masturbate? are you coming at what age I can't remember what age I want to say it was around 14 huh. it was around that age and so she gave me this book and in the book it, uh, women detail the, the ways Height report H-I-T-E yeah H-I-T-E by Sherry Hite. yeah Wow. So she – so in Add that book – card. Yeah. It's a great – it's a classic text. And um, women detail the ways that they actually masturbate. And so it was, you know, from reading that book that I got a mirror and looked down at my vulva and figured out, like, where's the clitoris and learned how to masturbate. That first time
2: you put the mirror up, it's a real – It's – yeah, it's – It's, it's
1: – It was good to have, have – to have studied so many illustrations right right, because i i knew kind of what it was supposed to look like so it wasn't so dramatic. yeah 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 Yeah. so i was masturbating why does this look like my
2: laundry basket (laughs) um (laughs) did she was she very involved when you were like going through puberty and having your period and stuff yeah so when
1: i um so she knew at the like when I had a boyfriend, she knew that this was probably going to be the one that I lost my virginity to. So she, even before like that happened, she was like, you know, if you want to have sex, like let's talk, I'll give you some condoms, all that kind of stuff. And then when I lost my virginity, she gave me like a present, like a losing your virginity present. Yeah. She bought me some lingerie. Oh so, my god.
0: yeah, goodness. my mom was,
1: my mom was great. Turned down for what? Mama <laughs> White. She was great. Damn. And yeah. was she married? Yes. Or your yeah, father yeah, yeah. was there? Yeah. What's his deal? Um, I mean... What do you mean? What's his like deal?
2: It's like he's just, just, just he's just, like, what's his, what's
1: up? With him? <laughs> what's up, dad? I guess I'm just like, I don't know. I don't even know how to talk about dads. Like, I mean, I, I don't... didn't, I didn't have the same, I didn't, I didn't have the same relationship with my dad. Like my, me and my dad weren't open about sex. It wasn't no, like well, he was Yeah, close. yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he it was, wasn't it was, like, yeah, about to
2: get slammed yeah, by that. Yeah, I was yeah,
1: mommy's, no. mommy's girl. Totally. I yeah. just,
2: I think there's this sort of, um, I don't want to say stereotype myth whatever that like if you like sex a lot you your dad must have failed or something and I think I always try to challenge that yeah it's you know
1: uh, I think most people like sex yeah yeah regardless of what you know what's up with dad yeah 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 Yeah.
2: and so you're in Australia and Mm -hmm. then you you lose your virginity at what point are you like when you lost your like did you enjoy it It, when do you start enjoying sex because I think for most people sex is not this is not the experience yeah you know so I'm just so curious if you know I I maybe had the way that you had a positive relationship with comedy I'm sorry (laughs) the way that you had a positive relationship with um sex I I developed a positive relationship with comedy early on with my it's like when traumatic things would happen or bad things would happen like jokes would cut the tension and everyone would laugh and I was Mm -hmm. like okay this is the thing this Mm -hmm. is what's you know so it's like obviously that's where the Pavlovian sort of like desire to keep doing that you know came from um but I'm curious like because most people I think losing your virginity is kind of like usually not a great
1: that's not great yeah if I is I'm looking. Yeah, it wasn't like I was having like multiple you're orgasms right. and, thi- and you know, it was the best sex of my life. Nothing's it was the peak, yeah, you know,
2: like you know, yeah. And then it kind of taints it. And then you're so, and because maybe America is a little bit different because mm. it's a lot of like furtive, you know, religious shame. You're dry humping in closets and getting your braces stuck on someone's cock ring. It was just like, it's you don't really have good sex till you're like 30 in America.
1: Um, so. There was sort of a relief after I lost my virginity because there was so much, like, uh, the virginity thing, like, there's so much tied to that, like, it's so important, you know? And a lot, and leading up to losing my virginity, I'd done basically everything else like I was just sucking dick all the time because I was like I could I loved sucking dick it was so much fun for me because I was like this is a way for me to be sexual but I can still protect my precious virginity you know I can suck anyone's dick that doesn't have to be special but popping the cherry that has to be with someone I love and it has to be beautiful and wonderful and something that I'll remember forever so once I once I lost it I felt relief because I'm yeah. like, oh, now I can fuck anyone I want because, <laughs> like, I made the first time special. Uh, uh. So now it doesn't matter. I enjoy sex for a myriad of ways. It's not just, like, the pleasure I feel in being touched in my body and the orgasm th- and things like that. Like, I enjoy connecting. I enjoy mm. being naked with someone. I enjoy expressing and exploring. I Like, I just loved exploring things even if I didn't like it because I had – especially at that age, I – there were so many things that I hadn't tried. So I'm like, yeah, what's it like to stick a finger in my butt? What's it like to, you know, whatever it is, like there were so many things I hadn't done. So it was a really exciting time in my life. And now I still, like when I'm having sex with someone, there's so many different ways that I can connect with someone and it's always a new experience. So
2: I'm always just curious, like, because you're so like, like you're such a ray of light. There's just an orb of like positivity, and I just feel like when someone something's going well for someone, someone discovers something, and I think for a lot of people, the sex like you didn't have it tainted and shamed. It's, it doesn't seem like before you did it, and then after you did it, it doesn't seem like there was a lot of slut shamey whatever. So even, oh, there was. Oh, okay. yeah, there because was. Because I'm like, yeah. how have you not gone dark? <laughs> you just, I'm just trying to find the part in this trajectory because, like, you know. I'm you know I think most women would probably be like you uh point of view wise with sex and I I wish they could be but I think so many women either got embarrassed or ashamed whether it's hate their bodies or got slut shamed or yeah. had bad sex or whatever it is.
1: Oh yeah, I I got slut shamed like crazy in high school. That's what ended up leading me into porn. So basically I turn 14, I get rid of my virginity, and I'm like, oh, it's on. Now I can fuck Let's everyone. Go. So I was fucking guys, I was fucking girls. I was slut-shamed for every but way that I expressed fucking myself. Fucking
2: girls, was that like, I just want to learn about it, or like I'm attracted to that?
1: Both, mm-hmm. both. I wanted to I wanted to try everything. I was attracted to women. But that, at that time, that wasn't cool. It wasn't cool to kiss girls. So that was probably the thing that I was shamed for the most, was having a girlfriend in high school. What? Yeah, that was like not, and I guess at the school I was at, it was just like, there was so much, so you were dating a girl in in high school like 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 dating full on and i actually was made to apologize at school assembly for kissing my girl in the quadrangle like like heterosexual couples could kiss all they wanted but because i kissed my girlfriend in the quadrangle that was considered making a scene and we were made to apologize to the school like i went through a lot of trauma in high school for my sexuality you were like
2: i angela white i'm sorry for giving all the teachers erections (laughs) on the quad earlier yes. that was my bad
1: w- yeah fucked up I, you yeah, ap- went through, you had to- I had to apologize I went through some fucked up stuff in high school for because of my sexuality and the other thing okay so by the way,
2: high school which is by the way the fact that I look back now and I'm like the high school prom homecoming Sadie Hawkins these the why are these you guys are just like encouraging the students to Stress out, obsess over who they're going to invite, and eventually fuck. At the end of May, like all like that is so spooky to me. The fact that they have any judgments when it's just kind of like a weird like breeding program.
1: Not as big of a deal in Australia, the whole prom thing. Oh really? Yeah. In America,
2: it's it really breaks people. Yeah. Because you're you and I are best friends and we're in high school, and then the quarterback asks you to prom and then all of a sudden we're not friends anymore. And then it's like and then you go to the prom and all the teachers are there watching us dance and kind of dry hump and like sort of graze boners to hosier, take me to church, whatever is happening. And then you know they're going to have sex that night. It's just like, why
1: are the teachers here? Oh, so are you guys prom is like when you have sex. Why is are you here a... for
2: the foreplay? Like, what is this? Like, it's just, yeah. Okay. It's just like, a, it's, I just find it very toxic. And I, it's taken this long for me to look back and go like, that's bizarre. Mm. Like, just that we incurred. Anyway, so that's not a big thing in Australia. But because you had a girlfriend.
1: Um, By the time prom came around, I had a boyfriend. But if I hadn't have had a boyfriend, I probably wouldn't have even gone. What happened with the girl? Uh, just, I can't even remember why we broke up, but just didn't work out. It wasn't like, it was, we were dating, but it wasn't like serious. Nothing is really serious yeah. in high school.
2: Yeah. But yeah. I mean, to, but to do that in high school is a big swing. To me, it's a it big just swing. like,
1: what, what's the big deal? Because what, but
2: if you, cause like I d- am dating a girl now, you know, and, and someone else or whatever. So it's like, oh good. She's Whitney. She's wacky. She has blue hair. She dates girl You know, it's like, it kind of works, but like. That's a big swing at like 14, 15 to be fully dating a girls' school because people are going, you're a lesbian. Well,
1: yeah, that's exactly you card carrying yeah. lesbian. And so the slang at, at least in at my school for lesbian was lemon. So we had lemons thrown at us. Like it was like actual physical bullying. I got punched in the face. Yeah. Like it was like really hardcore what I went through in high school.
2: Imagine being a guy in high school thinking he has a shot with you, and then finding out
1: <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> well, I I was still fucking guys. We fucked guys together too. Like it wasn't like they didn't have a chance. You need to have a shirt that's like, "Don't worry, you're you're
2: well, <laughs> <Fine>. welcome here."
1: <laughs> you were punched yeah. in the face. Yeah, once, only once, thankfully. Yeah, that hurts my heart. I mean, it was kind of like
2: have a boy or girl a
1: girl so i'll tell you this what and i i was always teased for being a lesbian and this one girl just kept on like harassing me about it and she just came up to me she never like had fully explained why she was bullying me but she came up to me she's like so what are you are you a fucking lesbian and i said why are you interested and i got smacked yeah <laughs> And it turns out she was a lesbian. Actually, a of couple course, of years later, uh, a couple of years later, it's she was like, wasn't bitch, "There's a woman.
2: other ways to touch me." <laughs> yeah. Okay, you don't have to punch me to touch my face. But I was Why like, like, fuck you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, honey, but, but do yeah. you feel like it, looking back now with that? Not to like for like just to, you know, make excuses, but do you feel like that was internalized homophobia because she was yeah jealous?
1: Yeah, it definitely. I mean, she obviously felt uncomfortable about the fact that I was expressing myself in a way that she wanted to or didn't know she wanted to just felt she just felt uncomfortable about that do you think she
2: every time she comes she thinks about hitting you in the face in high school
1: I hope she feels bad about that I feel like
2: (laughs) I feel like whoever she's married to definitely thinks about that every night every time they fuck. the
1: thing that surprised me the most about being punched in the face is how little it hurt like the adrenaline it's like stunning yeah like you have so much adrenaline comes Mm -hmm. in like you don't even feel the pain i just was shaking with so much Mm -hmm. adrenaline yeah
2: Yeah. when you really get injured it's same i had um uh when my ear was bitten off by a dog i felt nothing like my ear was like hanging down felt nothing looked in the mirror got to in as soon as i was like cared for as soon as i got to the hospital they started like doing stuff then i was like it's like your brain knows, you yeah. know, like something they sense, dopamine to the area or uh, oxytocin, whatever it is. Um, I think it's um, phenylethylamine, actually, um, to uh, keep you feeling good so that you'll save yourself. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like uh, the girl that got her arm bitten off by a shark, Brittany, someone. Bethany Hamilton. Bethany Hamilton. She, uh, she said that she heard the sound, but it felt like almost orgasmic when the shark bit her arm off. Like it sends so much feel good chemicals to the area so that you'll fight for your life and not give up
1: wow i wonder if she thinks about that when she orgasms <laughs> <laughs> i mean she probably
2: uses her nub to i mean how does she even masturbate what a bummer she has another
1: hand or what happened
2: well yeah it was i don't know if she's left or right yeah i mean she must her she has a nub now
1: okay Imagine if that is the best orgasm you've ever had in your life, and it never
2: peaks. That's a big one. The idea of like, oh, sex with you
1: will never be as good as this shock
2: bite. Sex with you is great, babe, but getting bit by getting my arm bitten off—that was that. That's my kink. (laughs) Have you encountered any extreme kinks, and do you have any intel for me on the kink front of where where they come from? I'm pretty fascinated. Um with no judgments. No, 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 no. no. Not I, I actually
1: anyone. I mean I get a lot of interesting requests on OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. Um I wouldn't say they're extreme, they're just like very creative. Um there's like the the vor kinks where so you like So their kink
2: is making you go
1: Huh?
2: I got to go to I got to go to I got to go to Michaels?
1: There's a, there's a lot of, like, yeah, like, I have to, you know, they want me to cover myself in cake or something. Or, oh, cake sitting, or, that's big. Yeah, um, or the, the, the eating ones where you eat them. Eat Or the, the cake. shrinking. No, 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 like, you eat. So um, I have a lot of guys who like shrinking fetishes. So I used to do them a lot on webcam, so I would, like, make a special lemonade that would actually have a secret potion in there they wouldn't know that and then they'd drink it and they'd be like oh my god what's happening and start to shrink and so i'd take the webcam and slowly put the webcam down on the floor as i laugh maniacally um and then i would play with them as but it wouldn't always be sexual like sometimes they just want you to put them in your pocket or put them in between your cleavage what and just carry them is? around
2: that is that first of all that is darling it's
1: <laughs> cute right that is precious so kinks kinks i want to send you this one that i did recently actually because i think it's still on my phone <laughs> hang on let me find this for you wait am i i revealing my- i what is what
2: i would like to i'm gonna call shark tank i would what service would allow me how much money would it cost to just go on your phone for a minute Oh, just, through your, <laughs> just through your photos, oh, through God. your videos. I don't think you
1: could pay me enough. I'm going to airdrop this to you right oh, oh, Hopefully oh. it's the right one. Airdrop from my, Angela White. It is my boobs. Please. I hope, I hope you're consenting to see ah. my boobs. By opening this message. Yeah, okay. So that's a recent one that I did, a little custom, for the Vore. I am Famished. My belly has been rumbling for hours, so as you can imagine, I am so hungry, and you look like such an incredibly delicious little snack. I hope you don't mind if um, I get straight to it. I think you're going to digest pretty quickly because I've been hungry for a while. In fact, I'm salivating just looking at you. <laughs> I might just swallow you whole. So, um, here we go. This is literally so many men. Oh fantasies. my gosh, Jay, you are delicious to be eaten. <laughs> to be eaten. To be eaten. As like little, be shrunk and then eaten.
2: I'm gonna call Army Hammer and figure out how they eat people, man. That's where the money is. I, what do you think that is? But they want to be inside you in a different way.
1: I never ask why. Because yeah. I don't want I don't want anyone to ever get in their head about their sure fantasy. that's really smart I but, don't know
2: why like, yeah.
1: I just am fascinated I'm by fascinated it. too but I just I just never I'm like you know what if they wanted to tell me they'd tell me maybe they don't even know why maybe they don't even want to know why right so I just I'm like all and right it doesn't matter like but I think there's because it's not about
2: you know for me whenever there's something going on with me that's a compulsion or an obsession I'm like oh let me figure out what this is so I can change it or fix it or heal it or but um. But with kinks, like my kinks are always pretty uh, helpful information. You know what I mean? Like mine are like, I, so embarrassing. I'll do it. Let's go. Like things you fantasize about when you're masturbating or having mm. sex, whatever. Very big into like now workers at my house, not the ones I currently have, but workers that are just killing it at my house politely asking to come in the house. Should I take my shoes off? And I'm like, no. And then they just fuck me and go back to doing great work.
1: That's hard. Agree. Yeah.
2: But like, in my brain, I'm like, oh, I really just want competent workers. I'm yeah. turned on by <sighs> because I've had incompetent criminals doing work on my house. Like, I... It's good information. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I need to make a change with my construction crew.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I, I understand. Yeah, it makes sense. I think a lot of my fantasies now revolve around me doing less so because well because in porn i'm so active i'm basically doing cardio i'm on top yeah. i'm riding. i'm you know getting fucked upside down i do so much so i just want to get tied up now i just want to get tied yep, up yep,
2: yep. how do i bec- how do i become a bottom yeah
1: how do i be fucked like <laughs> how does someone fuck me and i do it's less like of like a, the a comedian
2: doing crowd work we're like what are you can you do this for me
1: <laughs> It's like, can
2: you, where are you from? Like, that's the same, same. I've done a lot of work up here tonight. I'm in the same, I'm just turned 40 now. I'm like, what do you do, sir? Uh, but, so when it comes to getting into when did you decide okay this is something i want to do for a living
1: okay so that's going back to all the bullying and the slut shaming Mm -hmm. that i experienced in high school so pornography was the first place i saw women being celebrated for Mm -hmm. fucking a bunch of people
2: i mean you know it's been it's it's hedy lamar is someone i'm obsessed with she was a um uh what was the year let me find Hedy Lamarr, who um, has now been linked to uh, uh, being fundamentally, uh, I don't want to say she invented Wi-Fi, but fundamentally involved in the, the invention of Wi-Fi. Um, she was an actress who was Austrian, and she did a movie called Ecstasy in 1933, and it showed her having an orgasm on camera. Mm-hmm. And she was so publicly shamed and disgraced that she moved to America, became very famous in America. Da-da-da-da. I don't think anyone wanted to even know I don't think the people running Hollywood wanted anyone to know that was even on the menu. Mm,
1: (laughs) Orgasms just
2: don't... That's not even a... That's That's, a myth.
1: That's really fucked up. So could men orgasm? Always. Yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah.
1: That's really misogynistic. Yeah. Wild. Yeah.
2: Wild. So, So I never saw sex being pleasurable to women Mm. it was always just like marriage 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 which every disney movie every rom-com you know it was all about saving yourself for marriage it was never like
1: enjoying sex well that's why porn was so incredible for me it was like this progressive space where i was like oh wow women are allowed to have fun be naked fuck men fuck women and they're celebrated for that rather than criticized for it so i was like at 14 i was like that is what I want to do. And what was it? Do you remember the first porn you saw? I don't... Okay, so I saw a couple different things. Um, I don't remember the name of the movie, but I saw some really weird movie <laughs> with my with my my soon-to-be boyfriend and his friend um, where these male performers were wearing lamps They were naked and they were wearing lampshades over their heads. I'm in. in, in. Yeah, and they end up getting their dick sucked and fucking... It was very odd. I don't know what movie that was. And then the the thing... <laughs> Still never found it to this day. <laughs> Still have a thing for lampshades. No. Um, but the 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 thing I remember the most was I had this penthouse letters, and there was this blonde woman laying there, covered in lace and pearls, and she had this huge smile on her face, and she was looking directly down the lens, just like staring into mm. your soul. With this big smile on her face and I was like fuck yes I'm going to be happy in porn like this is where Mm. I can be myself this is where I can express myself this is where I can be me and everyone's going to love me for it I can express and explore sex in a safe place with like-minded peers so yeah 14 I was like I'm going to be in porn that is wild I spent the next four years researching it figuring out what companies could be safe to work with because obviously there were still a lot of myths surrounding the industry about it just like being a place where, you know, all the women are pimped out and drug abused and what. So I, I did my research. Like mm. I was really serious about figuring out how I could get you into this industry. You approached it as a business. I did approach it as a business. Did you research any porn stars that came before you? That's actually one of the reasons I ended up working. So the first company that I worked with was The Score Group. And they were flying in models. So they're based in Miami, Florida, but they were flying in models from around the world. And I was like reading, this is, at the time it was magazines. They had DVDs and stuff too, but it was like magazines were the easiest things for me to get my hands on. And they kept coming back, these models. I was like, they'd fly them into Florida. They'd fly them into the Bahamas or they'd fly them into Europe. And I was like, oh, here they are in in Prague. And then like a year later, they're in the UK. I'm like, well, These models wouldn't keep flying and shooting with this company if they were treating them poorly. That was that was I mean, that was all the research that I could that I had. But I was like, I went into it with the the, as much. Now there's so much. And were you right? I was right. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I I, I was right. Trust
2: me, I'm like that could have gone either way because I'm like, you moved to LA and you're like, well, this Harvey Weinstein guy, all these people wouldn't work with him if he was really raping people. Seems like they just keep winning Oscars. Well, so. this was
1: this was with the knowledge that I could garner as a 14-year-old. Now like yeah. that you can listen to a bunch of podcasts where porn stars talk about their experience. At the time, that was the best information that I could garner at the time and thankfully I was right.
2: Did you tell your mom about your plan?
1: Yeah. What she said? N- well, she was worried. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, was not as worried as my mom when I told her I was going to do comedy. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> can I tell you? You know, I, it is—it is just because, look, co- like stand-up comedy, sex work, we go hand in hand in, in so many ways. Sorry for that. was a weird double entendre, but um, uh, like str- comedy in America. I mean, comedy started in America, essentially. Uh, stand-up comedy. There was the court jester, that but the court jester's job in Europe was to, you know, joke around with the king and make jokes about the king to make sure that power hadn't corrupted him. You mm. know, or uh, created some kind of like ego maniacal brain disease so joke with the king and if the king didn't laugh people had to go like uh we're worried you know mm. or the jester's job is to deliver bad news in a silly way and you know keep things light and the um courts but um stand-up comedy was very much uh like hip-hop invented in america and came up in strip clubs you know mm. and we started this together vaudeville may west mm. you know mom's mabley etc and uh and it's just so funny because it's like I go, there's this um, strip club in L.A. called Crazy Girls. We went to it after the Burt Rose. I wasn't.
1: I didn't get to go. So I had bu- to work the next day. So I was like, I got it. I figured yeah, I yeah. just
2: love it because it's like it's more like bikini bar. Like mm-hmm. they're, it's not even topless, I don't think. Um, they have pasties and stuff. But uh, but when <laughs> I go quite a lot. And when I go, uh, they're always like, how you doing? Like they look down on us. <laughs> They're like, we, ex- we we exploit our bodies for money. You guys exploit, like, your depression. Like They're like, how are you? Like, <laughs> so it's like, you know, so, so anyway, so it just feels like so kismet. It makes so much sense, this alliance with OnlyFans and comedy that has started to build. Manscaped. Ladies, June is just around the corner. And my guess is that you haven't purchased a Father's Day gift. Am I right? Well... Look no further than the sponsors of today's show because our friends at Manscaped are, just, sorry, I was gonna make a joke about my dead dad and I didn't. So if you're like me and you don't have a dad to buy something for uh father's, I mean, honestly, you know what? You actually could use this incredible razor to go, I could groom around his grave site. Like the grass and stuff and the weeds. Anyway, you need to gift your dad so that he can upgrade his grooming game from face to waist. Their brand new Beard Hedger exactly, Pro Kit is the total package dedicated to making sure all fathers go from dad to daddy this year. Have him join the 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code Whitney at Manscaped.com. Mama's going to like this one. Let's start with the ultimate Father's Day MVP, the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Inside this package, look at all the stuff, you're gonna find their signature Beard Hedger Trimmer. That's this one, boop. Beard shampoo and conditioner, here we go. The Beard Balm, I have it all right here, which by the way, you know that I started using obsessively the Manscaped shower gel because it's it's like addictively delicious. Uh, Also the Beard Oil, which is right here, which I do sometimes put on my face, and the ends of my hair. I think I'm trans, by the way, maybe I'm trans. Two free gifts with their signature Oh my God, it smells so good beard comb, and scissors. With 20 hair cutting lengths and a singular guard, he'll be able to craft his look like never before without a mess in the drawers. And if he doesn't have a beard, he needs to try their Performance Package 4.0. This beautiful bundle is absolutely daddy material. It includes the brand new Weed Whacker 2.0 ear and nose hair trimmer. That thing is a game changer. The Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant Crop Reviver Toner, because why do all balls look like they're 100 years old? Performance Performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to hold all of his goodies. The lawnmower 4.0 is a game changer for trimming in his sensitive areas. We all know dads love their comfort. If his grooming routine is already dialed, make sure to hook him up with Manscaped's boxers 2.0. These are without a doubt the best boxers for men of all ages. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code Whitney at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code Whitney. It makes this Father's Day one he will not forget with Manscaped I hope I forget it because my dad's dead but yeah I do think it's interesting because I think comedians you know come from a lot of disapproval but I feel like you have to come from in order to do what you do you have to come from a lot of approval and and, in comfort or
1: um in terms of like well maybe in within yourself
2: at least to start when you started you it seems like you had a lot of support and structure and you know uh safety
1: I'm that's not – so I'm very privileged in that my family is very accepting of what I do. And, like, it was a journey. It wasn't like they were just, like, super excited for me from the beginning. Um, but there are a lot of performers that don't have that, that do get ostracized from their family. Because there's so. a
2: lot of jobs where it's like, we'll accept it if you're the best. But in that in that beginning period where you're making, like, you know – 50 bucks a week that's you know what I mean yeah. it's like did you was there a time when yeah. it was like just wait till I can buy you pay your rent yeah. and then you'll be supportive
1: um thankfully they were supportive before the money came in but it took so in the beginning um so I when I got into the industry I mean I wanted to get in at 14 obviously I had to wait till I was 18 I had all the, those four years to like plan everything and get in and when I turned 18 I was still in high school so it was like a big deal that I was like, "Well, I'm going to I mean, I still I stayed in school, but I left for 2 weeks to shoot porn." And wow. then came back and I told my mom I just turned 18, and I could have told her in a way that was a lot softer. But I was like just so punk rock. I just was like (laughs) – I just, I didn't want anyone – I didn't want to hear anyone's opinion about it. Like I had already done the research. I had already made up my Mm -hmm. mind. So I didn't want to leave an opening for her to say, oh, are you sure you want to do – like I was sure I wanted to do this. And so when I told her I was so blunt and now I look back and I'm like I was so rude and mean. You were 17, 18. I was was 18. I just said I'm going to go and shoot porn and I don't care what you think. You know, and it's just like – I didn't need to say it like that, but yeah, I but felt like at the had time had
2: been shamed or something. Or f- yeah, I was just like,
1: "This is this is what I want to do, and I'm going to do it." And she was worried for all the reasons that any mother would be worried. I was only 18; I'd never been overseas by myself before. I was going to be flown over the other side to of the, the world to the states. Is that is
2: that if you're in Australia, is is America like the place to go? Yes. To, okay.
1: Yes. I mean, like. L.A. specifically is the headquarters of porn production. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah, it globally. Hollywood, so, yeah. baby. Yeah. Burbank. Yep. Porn Valley. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, so yeah.
2: I, it's, it's actually amazing because I know when a stu- – so when you're shooting, shooting in studios or um, – you can tell which ones were built as porn stages because mm. they have the most bathrooms.
1: Mm. So I was just shooting
2: this show, Cooper's Bar. It was um, at Ray Seahorn, she's on Better Call Saul. She played my um, friend on my sitcom. She's brilliant. And we were shooting out in uh, Canoga Park, California. And it, it was like super spread out and there's bathrooms in truly every room, every hallway. And that's when you're like, oh, this is porn. Yeah, we gotta prepare. They put in extra yeah. bathrooms. <laughs> yeah.
1: But that's, that's part of the reason why LA is the perfect place for porn, because we can piggyback off the Hollywood industry as well. I mean, obviously you guys are yeah, piggybacking on some of our studios Only people too, actually watch but... your movies. <laughs> you guys actually make money and
2: get to keep it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> your ceos don't have yachts while you live in an apartment
1: on gardner well things have changed now because of OnlyFans. i think you know it's it's gotten better for performers yeah i want to yeah. hear i want to get really yeah. dig
2: into that um my just question is like are you studying a porn star are you looking up to someone the same way as a comedian i was looking up i looked up to actually a lot of non-comedians too I, like i kind of was like i know i want to be an entertainer and ne- like I looked up to Dennis Rodman. I looked up to Adam Sandler. I looked up to, yeah. you know, but also, you know, Richard Pryor, George Carlin, whatever. Were there entertainers? Danny you- Ash.
1: Danny, Danny Ash. Danny Ash was, like, she was the first big internet star. She was also um, a woman with big natural breasts. And for me, like, I I was praying for big boobs. So when they finally came, I was like, finally, my ticket to sex. Did you
2: ever get male attention that felt like...
1: Um, negative you know the male attention I, I I loved getting male attention and now I look back at some of the attention. I got, and I'm like, that was actually creepy. But at the mm-hmm. time, I loved it. I loved getting older male attention. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But now I look back, and I'm like, why were you What giving? are you? I was oh, like.
2: Just because I, I liked the lollipop doesn't mean you yeah, should have given it to exactly. me, you weirdo. Yeah. No,
1: there were there were many situations where, at the time, I thought, this is cool. Mm-hmm. And now I look back, and I'm like, you were 40. that like, <laughs> And I was fourteen. And what were we doing? Like Australia. <laughs> yeah, they descend from criminals.
2: Is that true, though? Really? Yeah. 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 But like they. Yeah. The, but I think that's some of the most incredible talent comes from Australia. I think because of that. That criminal DNA, punk rock DNA. That's
1: right. We are punk rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So you're looking up to
1: Danny. I'm looking up to Danny, And not just because of the boobs. She was, she she built an empire. She is the first internet queen. Great. She created a business. She became a millionaire. From just doing what she wanted to do for expressing herself and showing her body. And like, she was a boss. Mm-hmm. So that's who I looked up to. I was always like, I'm going to make my own money. I'm going to build my own empire. I'm going to produce and direct. And I'm going to make. I'm gonna own my content.
2: Did you ever think about stripping or any I, other? I
1: I did for a little while. I it just I I it's didn't like cardio. it. I yeah, there was a lot. Like yes, I I like to go to bed early. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I also I'm not I'm not good at hustling in that. I'm not good at hustling people. Yeah. Like I'm very I'm a very hard worker, but um that that interaction where you've got to try and get money from people like it's much easier in porn I'm just like yeah and the money comes like I do what I love and the money flows right it's attraction not like like yeah yeah kind of I just I just wasn't great at it mm-hmm. to be honest um so yeah I did that for maybe six months it,
2: stripping is such an art like I mean it is like I go to strip clubs to study I mean I learned as a performer I learned so much just like the like you just have to, you are the shit. Like you just have to enter into that reality. And you know, yeah. and when the girls don't, you can tell ta- like watching strippers that are kind of just like not into it or kind of giving a lot, but you can tell in their eyes they're not into it. I'm like, sometimes I do that on stage mm. where I'm like giving it all, but the eyes,
1: like you gotta be there. Yeah.
2: You got like, you gotta. And if you're not like doing it for the love of the game too, yeah. it's always going to be, I feel like a uh, uphill.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I've, it wasn't my thing. And mm-hmm. I I also did porn before I did stripping. So that was something I tried afterwards. Because I was like, oh, I'm so interested in sex and sex work. Why don't I try this? I'm sure I'll love it. And no, yeah, I didn't. feel like
2: I'd lose an Achilles heel in a
1: heartbeat. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So then you're getting into the industry. Like, how yeah. in the beginning, was there, you know, like, any business that is sort of your, uh, you know, sole proprietor, like... Was there, you know, I went to like open mics and, you know, you're dealing with people that are kind of like not at the top yet, that are sort of sketchy and shady. Like, that's not just a porn thing that in the beginning people take advantage of you and things aren't yeah. professional and whatever. Did you have like some rough?
1: I was really lucky that I started with a really professional company. Right. You know, I really did vet like every company that I worked for. I did all the research that I could on them. I would like ask people. I would ask around like, are they cool to work with? Yeah. So I, I, I was a diligent researcher. Um, there was, um, a period in the beginning where, um, I just did girl girl. So I wasn't ready to do boy girl. So I, I took my, every step in my career I took at my own pace. Like it didn't matter what kind of pressure I was getting from other people. Like, Oh, you could make more money doing this. The way I've made my decisions, I've got this like "fuck yeah" mentality. It's like my "fuck yeah" principle, right? So if I think about something and my answer isn't "fuck yeah," then I don't do it. Like Love if it. there's any kind of niggling thought, like, mm, mm, mm. and
2: so like if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Exactly. Love
1: it. And so that's in the beginning, um, when I would think about boy girl.
2: Where did you learn that? To trust your gut.
1: I don't know. That's I really wild. don't know. I just, you know, I. I guess like when there's a niggling thing that I'm like, even if I can't put my finger on why Mm -hmm. I'm not ready for something, that niggling thing is just so strong that I can't do it. Like I just can't. God,
2: that is like a Darwinian fucking advantage. Cause for me, if there's like a, if I'm like, Oh, someone's asked me to do this, like, if I say no, what if they don't ask again? And what if I'm missing this opportunity? Da, da, da. And then I'll force myself to do something against and be like, why, you're just being scared. You're just being you know, trepidatious because you're insecure. And I'll like throw myself into things. And I'm like, I knew I shouldn't have done that. Why didn't I just trust my gut? So I'm, I'm, it's taken me so long to get
1: to that point, how amazing that you had it that young. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know where that came from. And to even say it, like, I think
2: for most people, it's like, even if I can't explain to you why or what's going on, the answer is just no. Yeah. I wish I had a perfectly eloquent explanation, but like my gut saying no is enough information for me. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, so I did, um, I, I performed for other companies for a number of years. And then I realized that even though that was a lot of fun, if I wanted to bring my own vision of sexuality to life and fuck how I wanted to fuck and wear what I wanted to wear, I was going to have to create my own production company. So
2: when you're doing it for someone else, do they give you the scenario? They give you the scene? They give yeah. you the
1: everything and you kind of... So you still have final say. You can say, Obviously, you can say yes or no to anything. I didn't um, know that was obvious. Oh, you can. You can say yes or no to, an- to anything, obviously. Oh, okay, not obviously. <laughs> you can say... You- <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> you, you can say yes or no to anything. Um, so, for example, I'll be told my screen partners ahead of time if for some reason I don't want to shoot with them, I'll say let's, let's try someone else. There's, you also want to be a team player, so they might say, we're going to put your hair in curls. I don't like my hair. Nowadays You won't see my haircut. You're a little bit peep
2: for this one. Yeah, I'm
1: like, no. There are certain things that I won't play. I won't do anything. Like, I've rejected a lot of scripts when there's any kind of, like, slut-shaming. Or even if it's, like, slut-shaming of of a different form of sex work, like, I refuse to... And what
2: what does that look like? Like, within it? Slut-shaming within Uh, porn?
1: um, Like... Like, looking down at someone who's, like, um, doing other forms of sex work. Maybe they're an escort or a stripper or calling. Like, if there's a line in a, line in a script where I call a stripper a slut or something. Oh, I'm just yeah, like, yeah, that kind yeah. of thing. I'm just like, I won't do that. Yeah. Um, you know, certain scenarios. Like But when you shoot for yourself, you choose everything. from Why is
2: it that I don't like it when someone calls someone else a slut? But if you don't call me a slut while we're having sex, I will never have sex with you again.
1: That's a different... <laughs> that's a different thing that? it's contextual in the bedroom uh-huh, uh-huh. i'm a dirty little slut you're you, but you like, can you say can't it. say
2: that to anyone else
1: not on the street no in the bedroom in maybe. my
2: home that i worked hard to pay for it will it should be said yes that is the only time it should be said
1: but see that's boundaries and consent that's the difference that, there's that. the stranger on the street saying that you're a dirty little slut that is not cool
2: it's well it's just like Little, little. Thank you. That's all I hear. Yeah. So you're like, I need to – because this is – I mean, we have a very similar <laughs> trajectory business-wise. You know, I got into comedy and I'm doing other people's shows and I'm like, I'm never going to be able to do what I do within this. I yes. can't fit in here. Yeah. I'm not pretty enough to be the pretty girl. I'm not weird enough to be the girl. Like, there were all these, like, categories for actresses and, you know – So you created your own category. Yeah, well, yeah. I have no choice. Yeah. It was sort of like – same. I'm,
1: but see, I was also my body type, like I was sort of like um, too curvy for mainstream, but not quite big enough for BBW. Yeah. So I, my body type, like now thick is in. Now uh-huh. we have a word for Why it. Why do you thick. think that
2: is? Do you think it's Kardashian? Uh... I'm sure
1: that had something to do with it. Yeah.
0: The it's always the right time deal. Hey, want to go to Mickey D's for lunch? Ooh, let's go now. <laughs> but it's not lunchtime yet.
2: Did you know 35% of all fatal accidents occur between 6 p.m. and midnight? People aged 25 to 35 have the highest amount of drivers involved in car crashes. People aged 15 to 24 had the highest rate of emergency room visits due to car accidents of all age groups. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Submitting an injury claim with Morgan & Morgan is so easy. It's more like using an app than hiring a lawyer because let's be honest, that's a goddamn nightmare. (laughs) Submitting a claim to Morgan & Morgan is as easy as pretending you didn't see that 5 p.m. email from your boss with Morgan & Morgan. Submitting a claim is as easy as hitting snooze on your alarm for the eighth time. Submitting a claim to Morgan & Morgan is as easy as kicking your friend with an android off the chat once you see their bubble come up green. Morgan & Morgan is America's largest injury firm. They have over 100 offices nationwide and more than 800 lawyers with over 15 billion dollars. Recovered, For clients, Morgan & Morgan has a proven track record of fighting to get you full and fair compensation. If you're ever injured, you can check out Morgan & Morgan. Their fee is free unless they win. For more information, go to ForThePeople.com slash Whitney or dial pound law, pound 529 from your cell phone. That's for ForThePeople.com slash Whitney or pound law pound 529 from your cell phone this is a paid advertisement but all the money goes to my other legal fees
1: so there was the body type thing and i was like hey, i don't quite necessarily tell th- you
2: that or you just go like in the metrics or the numbers you're like i'm not hitting uh a-
1: it i mean i in australia we're kind of like 10 years behind when it comes to porn like so where wherever we are in the u.s like Australia's you show like- up
2: to the porn set with fucking a giant bush of pubes <laughs>
1: was like, uh, well, they, <laughs> who
2: invited Bigfoot? W-
1: when, like, America was starting to accept, like, thicker girls, like, I was modeling in Australia, and they still wanted, like, a, they wanted stick-thin bolt-ons. But and, I don't feel like that's like, what men want. Well, I think men want everything. I, the, I think there's, there's, a, there's a body type for every man. Like, I think, like, I think,
2: Hollywood, maybe, like, Hollywood, like, didn't understand, like, the executives that were running Hollywood, they want anorexic, like, 22 year olds but people don't you know what I mean guys want the internet democratized everything that's what you're into you're gay you know sorry Um, but uh, but yeah so it's like you know and this is something else I learned when I was doing all the research for the robot which is the robot factory the requests that come in for the custom dolls the sex dolls is uh, part of the reason they're struggling so much is that um, the requests are usually to have girls that are bigger. They want bigger mm. asses, big, oh, it's thick thighs. So,
1: yours is already so heavy. But How you going to make Mine it? is, yeah,
2: <laughs> mine my, my, just so cumbersome.
1: That's, so, it, they're more heavy than a, they're heavier than a human. I think so, and like dead weight. Yeah,
2: humans like help you yeah. care. Even yeah, it's like it's like carrying a drunk girl out of the bar. I mean, it's just truly dead weight. So there's that. They request uh, nipples that are as big as the boob, darker nipples, all the stuff that you would not think would be the uh, socially constructed standard of beauty. So. Oh, I think
1: I think yeah. I mean, being in porn, I think the internet democratized pornography. Like we actually saw what people wanted, which was yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. everything yeah. under the sun. Um, porn gets blamed a lot. There's this myth, like the anti-porn feminists always talk about. About, oh, you know, like the rise of labiaplasties is because of porn. It's like, I, have you actually watched porn? Some of the top performers have really mm-hmm. long, meaty lips. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not porn. Focus
2: on the labiaplasties in South Africa on mm-hmm. the kids.
1: Mm-hmm. How
2: about those maybe? Focus mm-hmm. on those.
1: But, um, yeah, I can't remember what the – Oh, it was like creating my company so that then I could uh, actually create the porn that I wanted, wear the things did I wanted. Did
2: you have help? Like, did you –
1: um, so, uh, in the beginning, no, I did everything. I edited my own movies. I mean, obviously, so I was coming across here and I was, uh, I had my cruise here in LA. So I would pick the videographer. I wanted, I'd pick the photographer that I wanted. I'd pick the male and female talent. I wanted the makeup artist. Like I could do everything from the minute detail. And then I would go back home and edit all the content and, and create the product that I really wanted to see what I wanted to see in porn. Oh, nice. Yeah.
2: Do you did you watch porn at the time? Like would you watch it to see what other people were doing? I watched a lot of porn.
1: Yeah. Both for my own pleasure and as market research, you know. <laughs> I was studying. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I just love the idea that's like like female comedians being competitive like watching each other's stuff, being like, "Oh god, I was going to do that." Like, oh no. Well,
1: when it comes to sex, it's like there's only there's only so many different positions you can do. It's really what you bring to those positions. And
2: when this is a very weird question and I like today I was like don't ask her that but I think I should which is um it's very clear why you're as famous as you are and successful as you are but why do you think you're such a star in does that make sense or why do you think people are so drawn to you
1: I think it's because I love what I do I think it's because I'm passionate about it I really do think that's clear and it comes through yeah Which, you know, not to shame anyone who does it for the money. We all have to do a job for the money. But... It's like stand-up. I did it like... I was like, I will do this for $100
2: a week for the rest of my life. Like, I was was like, if I make money, it's great, but...
1: In the beginning, I was not making money. Like, I was not... really was just like a supplemental income i was not it wasn't my career in the beginning did you work any other
2: jobs while you were uh
1: i mean i was studying most of the time so i mean in the end the money that i made from porn was a lot compared to what everyone else was doing like working at the university cafe or whatever but you know i didn't have a lot of money it wasn't until OnlyFans that i really started to make big big money like i just did it because i loved it
2: so hold on. So you're doing films, you're doing your own stuff, OnlyFans comes along. Was that five years ago? Um, I feel like during the pandemic is when that's I really when it started up. cracking. Yeah, yeah,
1: but I want to say, I think I had an account in in 2018, oh, I wow. think. But I... I I posted a couple of things. It wasn't. It wasn't really big. I was so focused on producing and and performing in studio porn that I wasn't focused on it at all. So I don't know that many people were making big big money on OnlyFans until it blew up mm. in twenty twenty. Were there any the other platforms before that
2: that you were? grinding
1: on uh, before it was like AngelaWhite.com. that was my own website now right. like now OnlyFans is so lucrative that url just links straight to OnlyFans because running your own website comes with a whole bunch of costs like hosting and, yeah. and whatever so now it's just like well just go to my OnlyFans but yeah I, I think was, your website should be angelawhite.edu. because I <laughs> learn a lot
2: <laughs> it's well, very you. educational <laughs> um so OnlyFans comes along and is this like it, you're, first, you're trepidatious, but what are the, like, I mean, explain what OnlyFans has done for the sex work community and why it's so crucial.
1: Uh, it's given, it's really empowered performers. It's, um, for many performers, it's been this source of income that allows them to have more options and make more choices. Mm. You know, like, I am lucky that I've been in a position for a long time to to make decisions when it comes to say like i can choose who i work with and or i feel like i can choose anyone can are but- there
2: certain performers that you just like have really good chemistry with even though it's not if it's not like but you can still say like good game after and it's like, oh yeah, business yeah. Is business. oh
1: yeah there's i mean the the chemistry ranges from like oh my god like i love this person to like oh they're a good friend and i can fuck them and we can give mutual pleasure but it's not like it's not like i want to have dinner with them or anything right it's just sure like, sure you know yeah. like give me the dick and then you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually quite a few like that that I'm just like I really like them as people, but I just I after not ever want to hear you speak. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so there's so there's that, and and um, there's actually very few people that I don't have some kind of connection with, whether it's sort of like you know on the on the friendship spectrum. And um, if if I just have absolutely zero chemistry with someone, then they'll end up on my no list just because I don't want to go to like sex I don't want sex to become a chore for me yeah so if we have sex and I just can't find anything like and it's usually if if they're just not present at all like if they can't be in the scene with me Mm. because you need to be in this space between us if you're over there I mean everyone has a bad day I don't you know if it's just a one-off whatever but if you're not really engaging in the sex and with me in some capacity, mm. then I can't find a way to connect with you. And then I'm having disconnected sex and then I feel horrible. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, yeah, I don't want to be like machine, like robots fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah that's my brand.
2: Okay. See, I, I will sue you if you start doing that. Okay. That is, you already did the two broke girls porn. So we're, <laughs> we're pushing it on the copyright infringement.
1: I'll send the <laughs> robots to you.
2: But is there, do you, mm, wow, that's fascinating to me. With checking out during, that is such a bummer. When you feel like yeah. someone's checked out during sex and you're just like a blow up doll and you're just like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like, I feel like you're just jerking off with my it, body Yeah, with my pussy, thing. yeah. But do you ever worry that, because I'll watch porn sometimes and I'm like, oh, they're falling in love. Oh my God. Like, I'll watch like sometimes like when James Dean did that movie with, I think it was Lindsay Lohan. Oh yeah. Back in the day, I like got really into his like things. Ah, Really into his like video and I'd watch him, and I'd be like, "He's in love with her. They're in love." And then I watch another, one and I'd be like, oh, "He's cheating on her." Like he's—is <laughs> that part of his appeal? To he's so intense, and it's like so. But how are you guys not falling in love? I don't get it. Um, I'm I'm too much of a love. Fucking,
1: sometimes we. love are. is my kink. It's the worst. Yeah, kink to have. it always. Oh, it's a really dangerous kink. But sometimes. That's the craziest thing I've done in a porno is fall in love for sure. Like, that's like. Psycho- that's
2: the thing. I'm like, they have nine. She has nine dicks in her butt, but they're falling in love.
1: No! That is psycho. It makes the sex so much better, though. Like, when you have that kind of strong crush connection, whatever it is that. Because if you're going to make a woman
2: come, you have to want. You have to be – want her to do – you have to, like, really pull a hammy.
1: There's – you know, but there's a lot of guys in porn that want to make you come. but it's still – they're, they're not in love with you. They're just – it might be – maybe it's an ego thing. Can I don't you know. Can you come if
2: you're not emotionally connected?
1: Yes, but it's better mm-hmm. if I'm – it's easier and better if I'm emotionally connected. I'm like, I can
2: make people laugh with a joke I don't believe in. Yeah.
1: But – yeah, I'd I I'd
2: feel weird. I'd be like, well, why do you
1: do that? Yeah, I can definitely, I can come because like as long as the motion is how it needs to be, yeah. I can still come. Yeah. But yeah, obviously it's like. like using s- a sex toy or something. Yeah, yeah.
2: Do you ever fantasize during scenes about something else or does that make it seem like you're elsewhere?
1: Um, no, I usually, yeah, I'm usually within the scene itself because I think that's when you make the best scenes. Like when you're yeah. truly connecting with your partner, like finding a way to really like. Yeah. Look into their soul and like find a spot where we're both in in it together. Right, right.
2: Have you ever like been in a scene that's not and you're just like we have to s- reset?
1: There was actually okay, so this was probably my worst day on set and it's not even that bad, but um so I for, it was for my own production, so I hand picked this male talent and I had done my market research, I'd watched a bunch of his scenes and I was really excited to fuck him. So, <laughs> I, so much. I was so excited. So we we got like all. Do you the... text? Did you talk before? Do you? No, 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 no. It's sometimes like... it's better not to. Okay. Yeah, because I don't know him personally. Yeah. And Like sometimes you don't want to learn too much about them because you just want the sex to be good. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, we shot the sex stills, and we were we started shooting the sex scene, and like he wasn't fucking me like he had been fucking in his other scenes. And I was like, oh, my God, he's trying to be this other guy. So, like, okay, so there's, like, some top male performers that, like, every – well, like (laughs) – I don't want to like name names or like play any favorites, but there's there's just some there's some male performers in the industry that everyone loves, and he was literally using his moves and fucking me like him because he knew that I loved fucking this other guy, and I was like,
2: whoa, like wait, I so was, he's doing the moves doing of another moves. guy? Yes, he's doing it. That's the, a thing. Yes, that's a fucking thing. But you know what? You know what I go through? I go through fucking a guy that's not a porn star who's trying to copy those moves.
1: That's awful. It's. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's like no this was the this was one of the only scenes I ever had to cut in and like I I cut because I was like so confused because I was so excited to fuck him. When did you figure the way- it out? Like within 10 minutes. So she was, he was studying you and, and f- probably seeing what you liked. Seeing who oh, I liked honey. fucking and was like, oh, I'm going to fuck her like he fucks her because that's what she likes. And I was watching his scenes and being like, I can't wait to fuck him. So it was like <laughs> my brain was like, what is happening? And it was actually – I actually had to take I, – oh. I cut and like I just claimed that I needed to use the restroom and I actually had a little tear. I was like – because I was like – I. Felt like he wasn't there with me, like his like he was pretending to be someone he wasn't, and so I'm like, I'm you're not even having, we're not even having sex. You're you're being someone else. Who am I fucking? Mm. And so I had to give myself a little pep talk and get back out there and fuck that dude. But I was like, never.
2: (laughs) What does an Angela White pep talk in the bathroom look like? Just curious. Is that on some like mom
1: spaghetti shit? Like what exactly happens in that moment? I was like okay okay this isn't how you had planned Uh uh-uh. he's not fucking you the way you want it uh-huh. but he's still fucking you well uh-huh. so like you know just maybe embrace what's happening and maybe just pretend the other dude is fucking you or like yeah you know Are, just... can you
2: say to him in that moment like hey i feel like you're
1: i would now yeah this was like in the beginning when i was directing and so i was still like i it's very delicate with male performers because they you have to keep the erection, right? You need oh, the word.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. So Direction you, will kill an erection. Yeah, you
1: don't want to say anything that's going to get in his head and then... Or you don't say
2: anything, period. A woman talking, <sighs> that erection will be gone.
1: Say some dirty things. In a
2: heart. You have to be like, excuse me, I'm lost. Yeah. Can you help me find us <laughs> i'm
1: confused help me fuck me help me
2: <laughs> like that have you ever had a situation where an erection goes away and you have
1: to um, pull out a photo of me <laughs> all the time works every <laughs> what are you time do
2: in though that scenario?
1: um so yeah sometimes erections leave it's usually an environmental factor i've found so if it's too hot which often it is in yeah. Porn valley heat is just kryptonite for a boner like mm. immediate boner goes down yeah, so yeah. that's that's an easy fix that's a cut let's blast the air i conditioners. Feel like they're doing they're
2: they're doing the blue chew viagra.
1: some of them what some of them using? are so there are natural guys that mm-hmm. don't use anything and then there are guys that use like whatever viagra cialis mm-hmm. blue chew um and then there are some guys that inject cavajact and then cavajact promo yeah. code whitney <laughs> And then there are some, although not as much as, like, there's been a bunch of podcasts lately that are, like, claiming that everyone in porn has a penis implant. Not not true at all. Can like, very just few. let
2: the men believe that? Let, like that's what we're going to make them feel better? I think that, that rumor's not for you guys. It's oh. for... I, do you know how many less school shooters we've had because that was going rumor was going around oh guys need to believe that, <laughs> that they, they're implants right got it <laughs> it's like how women so. are able to go well she's got plastic surgery like that's how you oh. just you know what i mean okay i'm sure people need to believe that well
1: i shouldn't have said that there are some men that are natural <laughs> because that's going to crush some people people's but you know viagra when was that invented like the the 80s or something uh, Yeah, i feel like it's that's like been around it's, for it's, a it's, minute yeah but there are you know porn was being produced without viagra for a yeah. while so there's still some like old school guys that mm, just yeah. really perverted that can get it up in front of a bunch of men <laughs> and like fuck for hours with no assistance so I... it's possible <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> those men do exist there I mean, as long as you're there i feel
2: like it helps. i feel like the right women are in the room and the
1: right temperature if i walked in and
2: was like guys can we quiet i feel like i could take that boner down pretty fast
1: you'd be surprised how many men love a dominant woman you know what love love
2: i'm learning this yeah so i'm learning this. what area are you not does not turn you on sexually what area like what area you're like "Mm, not for me not my thing Threesomes, we're fine with. Yeah, anal, like what does not turn, what doesn't turn you on, uh, and what does it turn per-
1: off? Pretty much everything turns me on except for the illegal stuff. Yeah, you know, like everything consensual. Yep. like I'm down for different kinks. Right. Um, um have I'm, you gone through
2: phases with kinks?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm not a super pain slut. Like I like being dominated, but yeah. more a psychological domination. Yeah. Like actually being in physical pain. Isn't my like like some girls love to be bruised up and marked. I'm like just like you know yeah. my daddy, but you don't have to like hit me that hard. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I dated a guy. It was like I mean the dom sub thing. I I'm very into it. I just. I need some breaks sometimes. You know, yeah. It's just not sustainable if you have a job. Oh, yeah. You don't
1: want like a lifestyle twenty four seven. Well, it's
2: like it's like you can only have six blueberries for lunch. It's like, well, I'm at the airport. Is is Honeydew okay? Like, I found a, a fruit cup at Starbucks. Like, it's like when it's like like dated someone that was that, and I'm into it. It's like having your own personal trainer and like... Yeah, and no, if, of, just, if someone tries to
1: restrict my eating, that's just not, we're not... And I don't
2: think it was about being thin or anything because I think he was actually like thought I was too... The, too it was th- a
1: control th- thing. it was
2: Yeah, I think it was yeah. more that, like showing loyalty and, sh- and that, yeah. c- which I think is hot. I'm actually very beta in my personal life, which is probably a lot of people wouldn't believe and like... I think because I emasculate men by accident, like, I'm not trying to. It's just, like, my personality and, like, the tone of my shrill-ass voice. But so I was, like, for a while, I was, like, oh, I'm going to have to do this. Like, if i mm. super alpha guys that are, like, doms and I'll be in this, like, sub thing. But it just was, like, I can't sit in the corner all day. Like, I got to – can, can I have on. my laptop at least if I'm going to be sitting in the corner naked tied up can you just not tie up my arm like i just have to return like i needed a sub (laughs) like i need a sub to do all the stuff that i can't do because i'm your sub (laughs) you know what i mean and like um so it was like i it was just wasn't like did you see the movie secretary no i didn't with james spader and maggie gyllenhaal it's old old movie and it's about that like it's like that dom sub hot Thing.
1: Okay, well then, yeah, I'm only into that within the bedroom. Not, yeah, like you can't try and control my life outside of it, or I would just go nuts. Yeah, I mean, man. it's just
2: a lot of like. I'm also such a klutz, like about that kind of stuff. Like, I just, I, I'm too literal. If it's mm. like go, you know, get on your knees, and d- it's like for how how long? I just, <laughs> I just can you just put it in the calendar? I, I just, it's, it seems I need a schedule. I mm. guess it seems, it, but there was something hot about that, but I was like, this is just not something that is sustainable.
1: Yeah. You couldn't negotiate that just being like bedroom time. Hmm. It,
2: it felt, I guess not. I I just was, I was in a place where I felt like I could not be in a relationship because I was just accidentally too alpha or too emasculating to men or too. So I just like within it, I was like, Oh, I finally have this thing. And, it's someone that he was very like proactive and was like, this is where we're going to dinner and this is what we're doing. And okay. I really need it. I really want that. But I yeah. think people tend to get deferential with me because I mm. am whatever um, alpha in a lot of ways. Yeah. But in my relationship, I really am more beta. But I don't know how to convince people of that. So I think I was going through this phase of like, oh, I guess I need to date these mm. like 50 shades of gray dudes that oh. you know, are making me like fucking put an asparagus in my butt all day. Oh, that what didn't happen. Okay.
1: Well, you never know. I just,
2: <laughs> but a lot of the pinching and shit is like, I want you to f- hurt when you sit down tomorrow to think about me. And I'm like, I have a standing desk, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> I just, I, it's also like, I there's a lot of things in the dom sub, like in Fifty Shades of Grey, that you don't like that. I have, I've, I've worked hard. I've built something. I have employees. You know what I mean? Like I, it's. He'd be like, I want you to dress up, please, be and clean the cleaning, clean the house. I'm like, dude, I have a cleaning lady. It's clean. Like I'm not, like, do you know what I mean? Which all always like the cleaning lady fantasy always just feels like it's like, did you just trick me into cleaning the house? Yeah, like, nah. you know how to do. Or like I remember it was one time like I want you to come home and I want you to be cleaning the house and like it's like a cleaning lady outfit or something and I just was like, well, I. Do you want me to ask Leslie for her Crocs in Aeropostale t-shirt? I mean, my cleaning lady just – she's wearing a, a Canal Street fake Gucci shirt. I mean, I could just ask uh, She her. doesn't
1: wear a French maid yeah, outfit? Not, no. no, well, then
2: it was like the maid, French maid outfit, which is like – oh, yeah, because French people are known for being so clean. But um, – I got really paranoid because I've been with my cleaning lady for 15 years. She's like my family. And I was like, if she finds a cleaning lady outfit, I'm worried she's going to think I'm cheating on her with other cleaning ladies. (laughs) She's the one that's going to have to wash it. Like, I can't. I just I can't deal with the embarrassment. I I have to be able to make eye contact with Leslie. Yeah, fair enough. You know what I mean? So I can't, you know, but I, you know, I want to be that adventure. I just couldn't that wasn't a match can i
1: ask you a couple oh you just wiped I, mascara ugh, across you know here your... i
2: this is the part of the show yeah, yeah where my eyes start i start turning into jack sparrow <laughs> you, you've
1: wiped it like Wait, all the way down huh
2: oh i turn i'm am I in full blackface? am i canceled to get it no yeah you got I know. it i put an yeah. eyeliner for you be, the ni- oh. be, being in this on the same screen as you is truly my nightmare so let's just get to it is squirting pee is there pee how why can't i squirt why am I peeing? Am I? Do I have to practice? What's happening? Am I okay, dehydrated? I
1: think, I think the whole squirting thing is just putting more pressure on women. Like, who cares? Are you coming? If you're coming, who cares if you're squirting? It's a
2: different kind. It's, it's a different kind. It's a different feeling.
1: Do you like the way that you're feeling when you come right now? If a guy... Uh, yes. Good. I just mean, the,
2: like, I can do it if a guy uses his finger and it's going like this yep and it'll happen and i it feels good but it's i don't know if it feels good because i'm like i did it i'm not a i'm a human octopus i don't know i feel
1: like clitoral orgasms are more intense always yeah like but
2: i have not been able to have those without a toy or my hands
1: a clitoral... Uh-huh. Yeah, because you're... How would you? Yeah. Well, right. uh, okay, cat position. That's my favorite position. Excuse me? Cat. Gotta do cat. Uh-oh. Coital alignment technique. That's what it stands for. Okay. Cat position. So the
2: cat is where you're going to... I thought you meant it was the cat position. You just, like, ignore someone who's <laughs> nice to you, and rudely ruin their furniture.
1: That would be hot, to do. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds hot. But this is a different cat position. This is... Okay, so you're going to... Um, angle your pelvis up so you could put like a cushion underneath your your lower back a my pillow your yes and then basically it's the man is going to be on top or i mean you could do it with a woman but like you're going to have him rub up against your pubic mound and his pubic mound so he is so deep in you and rubbing so he's actually rubbing the clit instead With of what his, like, man, this is what this is sex usually right the man is just like yeah, doing yeah, this yeah, 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 in yeah. and out so his cock is going in and as he's fully in he's touching your clit for a second and he pulls yeah, out like, and then like high five ju- yeah he's just
0: mm-hmm. slapping the clit Nothing. which
1: you know it feels good but it's not going to be enough um stimulation sure, yeah. at, to make you come so cat is where he goes in deep he stays in deep and he's kind of instead of moving up and down like that's this,
2: my shit but a
1: lot of women don't they can can never have an internal orgasm Clitoris is like
2: I had to the, be on the top cake. of the guy On a chair I was also I was like very young Where I was like 24 When it happened oddly It was at an acting class Um <laughs> <laughs> It was like
1: <laughs> we were rehearsing we're like a phil <laughs> rehearsing a sex scene.
2: We were rehearsing <laughs> like a Philadelphia story. And by the way, a side note: this was an acting school that I later found out was like a Scientology feeder school. Like it was like a line with Scientology. Whole other conversation. So my kink is Scientology. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Nothing gets me off like a like a cult <laughs> that uh, uh, makes babies on a boat. Uh, uh, Audit their failures, um but it was like I was on top of him on a chair. But I feel like now that I'm perceived in a way that's really alpha, I can't like be on top anymore. It's it, I know that sounds like stupid, but oh. it's like guys already think I'm like this top. Fuck that. Lean
1: into it. Lean into it. Get on the chair. Just do it. If it's gonna give you an internal orgasm, it's I, I would. Just I don't do know it. if I
2: could do it again. Yeah. But- it was, uh, it was like, it was, what, did it, you it have, was like surprised me. Like it was.
1: So you're sitting on the chair. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you're not getting clitoral stimulation? Because if he's sitting. You know what? You, if you're, you're I, on I feel top, like you, you might grind. Yes. And I feel like I
2: was very close to him and yeah. it was very like. If
1: you're on just like one one chair like a little yeah. chair I think you're also grinding your clit at the same time and I hadn't yeah. gone on Prozac
2: yet so I was very OCD you know um <laughs> but no I'm thank god not on those because that's the other thing I think a lot of people are on antidepressants and stuff that have side effects that mm. mess with your ability to that's the other thing is that for then by the yeah. time I got out of those relationships that weren't sexually satisfying because of whatever reason I couldn't connect could, etc mm. so that's the other thing emotional connection is such a big part of it for me yeah and I I wasn't ready to be intimate with people or surrender like I still like had walls up you know yeah. emotionally it's like and I didn't feel um uh I didn't want to give that to some I didn't want to mm. get addicted to someone. I didn't want to give someone the power of making me feel that good. Because yeah. I think I saw so many I grew up, I think, around a lot of sex addiction, around like marriages being destroyed. So and I think for me I thought like, ugh, if I like sex too much, it's gonna destroy my life or yeah. something, subconsciously, okay. you know. Mm. Um but that was my own dumb bullshit. Yeah. Hmm. I love that we can just stare at each other.
1: I hmm. literally went out my nose. <laughs> I have made out with your mic, by the way. I think you have my lipstick. Please, on. I, if Sorry. you do I'm putting that mic on eBay the second oh, you leave. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
2: what uh, uh, when you're not having sex for work? Yes. What I'm fascinated. It's like my favorite thing to ask a chef is, "Where do you eat?" you know entertainers what do you listen to what do you watch like so when you're having sex just for the love of the game yeah what does it look like I
1: have to have a connection with someone Mm -hmm. absolutely like and it's much more intimate like when we shoot for porn we're opening up for the light for the camera Um, some of the positions are a lot more distant so cat I'm like get on top of me I want skin to skin contact I want you all over me like I want every part of my skin touching every part of your skin. Is it,
0: by
2: the way, choreographed? Like, do you kind of have the list of positions
1: laid out beforehand? It depends on the company and it depends on the type of scene. So my favorite type of scene, a a gonzo scene, which is like you just fuck the way you want to fuck. There's very little direction. It's just all about raw chemistry and connection. Are
2: you ever able to sleep with people you work with outside of work or is that it's
1: better if i don't yeah yeah it's just better to keep
2: the tension C- to stuff. keep the
1: tension because like if you have really good sexual chemistry with someone and then you fuck them off camera and then you learn more about them and you realize you actually don't like them as a person like it's just bad it's a big just... thing
2: in acting too if you see like two people that have horrible chemistry as actors like sometimes it means they fucked uh, you know yeah i worked with this guy like really good actor um and he we like sort of had this flirtation in the beginning and he's like we cannot hook up we can hook up i'm like why not okay. yeah. you know whatever and he was like because it's gonna ruin and I, yeah. he was so right
1: yeah yeah you know it it it, it fucks with the tension you want to keep that sexual tension for on set don't don't fuck the person. And, and then there's all these issues like, okay, so say you like start fucking someone off camera or you start dating them and then you break up and it's a bad breakup. Um, and then like you don't want to get booked with them. Yeah. And then what if like say a male talent has to cancel on the day and they're like, oh, who can we replace him with? And the only person they can replace him with yeah. is your ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And you're like, I don't want to. It's like don't.
2: Don't show where you're not
1: Exactly. It's better not to. Yeah. So there are some positions that, um, hate to say it reverse cowgirl because i really don't like that position but sometimes when i'm taking a dick in my ass and reverse cowgirl and the dick is really straight it'll be hitting my g spot through my ass yeah
2: uh, by the way that's another recent discovery i've never had sex with a guy till recently that has a very straight dick straight yeah because most intense. of them are curved yeah. right because didn't they the um they don't call me ho rogan for nothing but in tribal times uh the Guy's dicks evolved to be curved to scoop out the semen of the competing
1: I thought that was the the head, like the mushroom head, like the little mm. so the head goes like this, and then like the more mushroomy it is, the I more feel like it can you're right, scoop it out. yeah, to kind of like yeah. because
2: there's the yeah the little shell little shell
1: pull that other oh, come, come out. out.
2: <laughs> how dude i feel very lucky that we aren't alive at a time where you're not just constantly getting raped by mushroom dicks scooping semen out oh. of uh, us constantly uh. the fact that a dick evolved just to scoop out fresh cum how often were women getting fucked <laughs> jesus guys
1: um but, sounds like a dream to me
2: but I have, we would have thrived <laughs>
1: oh no i just, I just got <laughs> cummed in somebody better put their mushroom dick inside me and I, scoop it but out i feel like
2: every woman had a fucking hard uti at the time i feel oh. it's just like a do you have a protocol for uti management um,
1: i would say that your vagina just gets um better at handling stuff Ooh, like the more yeah just gives up no, <laughs> it's just like no, why bother? No, I mean I, I've never been really prone and to the UTIs. Guys have good thankfully, hygiene, I bet too. They do, yeah. Ugh. Most of them, thankfully.
2: <laughs> I got in the yeah. biggest fight. I mean, this guy, I, I, bless his heart. I just like you have got to wash your dick. Guys.
1: Oh, he wasn't. You
2: have to wash. I think, and just, the
1: asshole. Even if you're not playing with ooh. the asshole, because it just it, it just the smell stays. Most down white there. people don't even wash their legs. Or
2: backs, God, they You know that most people just. Just wash their hair, and they go. Oh no, it drips drips down. It's cleaning. It's no, you have to scrub it. You have to wash it. Got exfoliation yeah. mitt. Gotta get that exfoliation mitt. Put get it the in dead your butthole. Yeah, gotta get it.
1: Yeah. So this male friend was not washing his penis.
2: He yeah. It just was blessed. It's just we. I got so into we. I I, I have not had sex like that. Like I just got so it, We were having sex like very frequently and Mm. it was just in between not you got to cut your nails you got to clean
1: under your nails guys not just cut you've got to file file cut but there's like
2: if you're gonna put your finger inside a gal you gotta get that mani-pedi life
1: even like the the cuticles and like around the skin around because that Um, can get really hard as well, especially on men, and that can be scratchy. And
2: it's weird because I'm so into a guy that's like rugged and not like, you know, most guys in LA have more cosmetics and makeup and hair pomade than I do, so it's like hot that someone's like rugged and kind of a feral animal, but then you're like, you have to... Well,
1: rugged, but get a manicure and wash your balls and your dick and your butthole. Yep, yep, yep. yep.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And you can't go back and forth from tush to vagina.
1: Well... You can't you can probably i do i in just porn, mean like, but in the regular I, sex don't do it us Not out recommended. Here in the streets yeah the civilian. without a plan don't do it yeah you gotta have a plan if you're gonna do it you can't yeah, be you sloppy plan. about it yeah
2: because going back and forth
1: that'll give you a yeast infection or a uti yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah we if, have plans if you're rogue sets. about it yeah Agreed. You know what I mean? Agreed. Um, I'm
2: going to look at the questions that the fans sent in. I cannot oh, yeah. wait to see. But for me, another question for me is there a way to not queef? Like, is there a, some kind of. Yes.
1: Okay, so this is the trick, right? So you can feel when air's gone up there, right? Yeah,
2: you totally know. You I'm know. like, if I turn.
1: You can feel. If it. I
2: turn, this mm-hmm. is going to go real whoopee cushion real
1: fast. So this is what you do, and this is how you do it so the guy doesn't even know what you're doing. Make it sexy, right? Like, what? Like, like just. No 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 <laughs> No I'm gonna <laughs> That's it that's your dick is so big that it made
2: so much space. It's it's
1: talking to you, baby. It says fuck me harder. <laughs> Let me translate. <laughs> <laughs> it says that dick is so good. <laughs> fuck more Aaron to me okay so when you know it's in when you know it's in what you do is you take your fingers you go down you start masturbating you put your fingers inside your pussy right you pull up and you push lightly you pull up so you open the hole you pull up Push lightly. It pushes all the air out. It doesn't make a sound because it's not closed. So it doesn't make the. Whoa. Yeah. So you did They won't hear a thing. And it just looks like you're so horny. You stuck your fingers inside. You're like, oh my God, this is so good. I need that dick back inside me. And you've just pushed the air out. Nobody knows. Fingers in. So it's like. Up, it's, so push. it's this. It's like. You've opened up the hole. You open the hole. Done. Whoa, dude. Yeah. That is some pro shit. Yeah. Nothing makes shit go sideways. Like a. And the other way you can do it is like so. And it's always like right open, between songs. Frank yeah. Ocean,
2: Pyramids. <laughs> There's like a four second you got the Spotify. There's a um, what is it where you can um, make it so the songs blend together oh. because it's always that three second like
1: spot in between a song and you're just like
2: God damn it! Like happening. It... <laughs> like I'm blasting Marilyn Manson. Look, if it... he's
1: man enough to fuck you, he's man enough to hear a queef.
2: Like <laughs> you know I... what? I think also same thing with sex on periods. Like yeah. if y'all aren't out there having sex with girls in their periods, like you are gay.
1: But the other thing is, it's good if you like so stick your fingers in. And, like, finger yourself, but instead of in and out, like, up and uh, down. So just to let it, it open. Like, yep, yeah, keeping it open. It's like letting yeah. a bird out. Yeah, you you'll, open and you know when the air's out and you're good to go. That is yeah. a game changer. Hold on. How do I go to all the... um Also, in yeah. Doggy, like, when he pulls his dick out, don't relax your pussy. Make sure you're squeezing those Kegels when he pulls out. Because if you're relaxed, the air's going to suck right in. Uh so you're in doggy. Do you do Kegels? I do Kegels. Do how? Uh, with something in there? No, just... just you, like the Benoit balls? Uh, I, I, I have done them, but honestly, it's usually just traffic lights. That's my Kegel time. I'm like... <laughs> it's a good reminder. And you're I'm holding like, for how long? You well, squeeze, the, hold? I, well, as long as the red light. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, hold. Do You live in yeah. LA, so that pussy is
2: tight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I would like to ask you, what, how do you define love? And have you been in love?
1: Yeah. It's a tough one because a lot of what love is is a bunch of chemicals just making you feel drugged. Ain't that the truth. That's a lot of oxytocin and dopamine and adrenaline and there's a lot going internal on. internal drug cabinet, man. That actually, like, blinds you to what's in front of you. So I think... Um, Tricks yeah, Yeah, it does. It's
2: like, I mean, our, there's a great book. Um, it's called... Uh, uh, I know this is a dorky, corny name. It's called Cupid's Poisoned Arrow. Mm-hmm. But um, the title is very extra, but it sort of outlines that and the, what what orgasms were intended for. Like orgasms, like you know, are so it's so hard to make a woman come. The idea was that this is the most fit partner the Mm. father of my child like all these guys are gonna fuck me and the one that fucks me the best scoops out the most cum with the most mushroomy ass dick and who connects with me the most intensely makes me cum and the orgasm sucks
0: sucks you're more likely to get pregnant if you have an
2: orgasm so it all Mm. sort of makes sense you know from an evolutionary perspective um you know but what it does chemically like just sort of how The bonding, yeah. Yeah. After sex, an orgasm, a guy goes to sleep. But after an orgasm, a man's uh, sort of reptilian brain triggers rest. Whereas a woman is like up and planning and plotting plotting because the idea is you're pregnant. Mm. Now I got to plot, I got to plan, I got to overthink, I got to be neurotic, I got to be hypersensitive. You know, so it's like that moment. I think I'm
1: a man. I
2: am entertaining the idea that I'm a trans man.
1: I wanna, I wanna cuddle and go to sleep. And then, well, a nap, a nap, and then have more sex.
2: I agree. Yeah, this is making a lot of things way more clear. Because the girl dating a girl, everyone's like, "Oh, so you're gay." Now I'm like, "No, I'm sh- a straight trans man, trapped in a woman's body that looks like a trans woman." <laughs> it's very complex. <laughs> I happen to look like a trans woman, but I think I'm a trans man who won't transition.
1: It's just, it just seems like hard work. I'm here for you, whatever you, <laughs> whatever you decide. You are
2: so because yeah, you like just the neurochemistry of mm. of that. Do you feel like understanding that takes the like romance of it all out? You're too smart I, for your own good.
1: Ah, uh, no, because like even though even if, though you can rationalize it, you're still feeling the feelings. Mm. Those feelings will get you.
2: But I feel like you've been able to compartmentalize those feelings, the, the emotional feelings, the bonding, the mm. oxytocin of it all, which is the bonding, and then the, the being secure and sex. Because a lot of times it's it gets muddy.
1: I, st- I still think it's like hard to fall in love. Even if you have good sex with someone, it, like afterwards, you can be like, that was good sex, but I'm good to leave.
2: Hmm. I don't know. Do you want a partner?
1: I've had plenty of partners. Um, I've had plenty of like good relationships, like good open polyamorous relationships. Monogamous I love. Ever? I tried monogamy and I wasn't good at it. I really. <laughs> was. I'm gonna be honest.
2: There's just too
1: much money in
2: polyamory. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> so
2: I tried monogamy and it kept me poor.
1: Yeah, I just um, I like to connect with people. Sex is a conversation and I meet someone new and I want to like get to know them and I'm like, hmm, I wonder how they fuck. Like <laughs> I don't know. I just I don't think monogamy's for me. Mm-hmm. I think monogamy could be for me for around um maybe twelve months. Okay. I think I could be obsessed with someone yeah, yeah, enough yeah. and bond with them enough that i wouldn't need to have sex with anyone else for 12 months and then after that i'd be like okay because then
2: you get to work too does work count does
1: that count i don't i don't think it counts personally so if you are at work
2: all day getting hammered by dread
1: yeah and come home are you like that like doesn't count it doesn't count to me i mean it's like you want your partner to have fun at work. Like, I might still have fun at work. I might still gain sexual pleasure. But it's not the same as, like, intimate lovemaking that I have at home. It's not – it's no – Yeah, yeah. Yeah, even when I connect with people on set, it's never going to be the same. Like, somebody hands me a baby wipe afterwards. It's a performance. You know, it's like – it's – look, my aim in every scene is to not perform. That's the ultimate aim. That's, like, the pinnacle. Like, that's the best porn sex when you – are having sex with that person as if there weren't cameras That's
2: around. It. That's it. That's why you are you. We got it. So,
1: but you can't get that in everything. We're song. out
2: here. You're acting the least of any 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 woman having sex. <laughs> I found myself like it's like with these porn stars or look they're being fake. I'm like nah, bitch. I think I'm the one being fake. I'm over here mm. like "On oh, that feels like eh, me. Eh. Like we fake it. Mm. the ones that the great porn stars you actually don't
1: yeah i mean look i'll be honest there are some companies and certain directors that heavily direct a scene like they'll tell you we need an orgasm in every position and we need these five positions in this order those kind of based
2: on anything besides sometimes it'll
1: be um uh like the stats or whatever they you know they know that this is popular we need to get these positions in um you mean know, the stepbrother, stat. Yeah, and, and the, the orgasm in every position, I guess that's, that's kind of catering to every, like, every person's fantasy. Like, if you know, there's the person that only jerks off to doggy and so we want to make sure that the female has an orgasm in doggy because that's for that particular viewer and there's the person that only wants to watch the reverse cowgirl. So, so I understand it, but those scenes aren't as conducive to real orgasms because it's like right, right. it's heavily directed. But when you're on a set and it's gonzo and it's like, fuck however you want to fuck... And you actually have chemistry with that person. Then you're going to get real sex. Or as real as it can be. Like, there's always some sort of artifice. You do have to open up for the camera. But I did... The scene that I'm probably the most well-known for is my scene with Manuel Ferrara, where... You can look it Man, up. There's, can I do spell his spell's name? Uh, Manuel, M-A-N... Oh, Manuel. Manuel, yeah. Um, there's... If you write, Angela White gets emotional after cream pie. scene. <laughs> 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 I have had... I mean... <laughs> We fucked for an hour and then I cried in his arm for 20 minutes. Yeah. It's like a meme now. But did it ha- but that, that what was, ha-
2: what happened there?
1: It the sex was so intimate and so incredible and so real. Like I just had this release. I just was crying for it was 20 or 30 minutes. It's all it was all filmed. The cameraman just kept rolling. It's all in the scene. We won best boy girl sex scene for it. Like New York Post oh. wrote an article About it saying with the headline, porn will never get better than this. It's like a lot. It's, yeah, it's my, I would say it's my best scene. But because it didn't feel like a scene, it wasn't a performance. So while it was happening, you didn't... I wasn't there. Like, I was in the space with Manuel. I was with Manuel. I wasn't anywhere else. I wasn't thinking of the camera operator. I wasn't thinking of the light. It was just we were connecting and we were so in tune with each other's bodies.
2: See, this is blowing my mind because it's like for this to be the best scene, the best of work, it's like there's this stigma and porn that these women are just getting fucking fucked, and it's it's like the maybe that's happening, but the yeah. ones that are popular and the ones that are the most successful, lucrative, etc. The things people actually really want to watch are the ones where the woman is getting a tremendous amount of real, for real, Z's pleasure.
1: That's the thing. That's why what resonates why is this with the not, audience. People only will talk about the negative impacts of porn. Well, and that's the thing. Like that's what it's clear. Right now, men are still the biggest consumers of porn, and that is changing. Like more and more women are consuming porn and being open about consuming porn. And like my biggest spenders on OnlyFans are actually women. But, really? Yeah, but like men are speaking with their clicks. Like they want to see porn where the women are enjoying the yeah. sex. Dude, that the, resonates the dude with I'm the dating, It's
2: like that's his kink.
1: Yeah, he I love that. He cannot
2: get off in any capacity. I
1: wish that. most. I wish that was every man's that's kink. That's like his yeah. thing, but. But it just – the fact that that scene is so popular shows that there are so many men that they want – they want to be having connected sex. They want to be having sex with women that are enjoying themselves, that are, like, genuinely connected with their sexual partner. That's what resonates.
2: This is, like, so wild because it's it's the same as as stand-up in a lot of ways. When it's, like, you see the stand-ups, the great stand-ups, and then the people that don't understand why they're not making it. And you're, like – and I don't know how else to say it, but to – comics that come out they've got great jokes they've got a great sort of angle they're smart but it's like you're not connecting with the audience you have to fall in love with them yeah and then they're all fucking shitty crowd i'm like that's yeah you you already are having you have this adversity with the crowd you Mm. have like this cantankerous relationship with the crowd like Mm. it's all energy yeah you know and it's like it's it's so this is Like this is kind of blowing my mind in a way because it's just we're not getting away with anything. Mm -hmm. You're never getting away with it. So it's like it's like the ultimate lesson and do what you love. Yeah, because if you don't love it, you're not going to get paid. Yeah, Uh, this is a great question. Oh, this is such a good favorite fragrance on a man.
1: Ooh, Mm. mm,
2: sweat.
1: I do like I like fresh sweat. Yeah, yeah. On a a man, yeah, a man who eats healthy. And mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like taking care of himself yeah, yeah, yeah. and then goes work out. If you drink,
2: and, your yeah, you, sweat is gross. No, got you gotta be st- eating healthy, not yep.
1: drinking, hydrated, yeah. go work out, that come back with that fresh sweat. Yeah. Oh, that's hot. I will bury my nose I in your armpit. I will bury my nose in your that balls. Shit too.
2: Where are you on shave? guys are shaving? Don't, like dolphins don't stop. Now. I don't it's like just, it. Just I like some mm-hmm. but I my pubes, I feel like I need to get a Merkin or plugs. I kind of want pubes back.
1: Yeah, it's, if you laser, it, it's, it's done. All, it, yeah. I lasered
2: in the early days yeah. when it was just like a Give flame thrower that. from Hardee's. I mean, my it was like there was laser that was, uh, it was not. It was an Easy Bake Oven. They would just put your pussy in an Easy bake, a recall the Easy Bake Oven. Yeah, it's like, fried.
1: It's done. It's done. It's yeah. like and then
2: when I try to grow it out, it's like a little like Smithers hairs. Yeah,
1: and it's all like little white hairs, and it's yeah, it's you. Yeah. I, I prefer a man to leave his hair. I also, I just don't like shaved pubes because they're spiky. That's it. And then I want to uh, grind on your pubic it's gonna, area it's gonna, and, and it it's, hurts. And uh,
2: it's you're going to get an ingrown or it's it's going to be get red and inflamed and I'm going to think it's a herpy and then I'm going to get all paranoid. But
1: I'm red and inflamed because I'm grinding on you and your sharp, pointy, like, just hair leave that's going back. Just leave it. You can trim it a little if you want, like, but just don't, yeah, don't. Don't shave it off. I think guys think it makes their dicks look bigger. Maybe we know how big your dick is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Regardless, like you know when women line outside <laughs> their lip, people know.
1: We all know the
2: difference. Yeah, we go. Oh, look how
1: overdrawn <laughs> that lip is.
2: Same, same. Yeah. Um. Interesting. What? Do you have thoughts on the por- on Pornhub and the state of Utah's new law?
1: Um. That sucks. I don't know what it is. <laughs> um, basically, um, I'm not sure the exact details, but um, Pornhub uh, just restricted access to the whole entire state of Utah because they were making it too difficult to um, age. They they wanted age verification, but there's an issue with privacy. I, I don't know the full um, the full details of it. I just don't think that. I mean, it's all about protecting the children, but. Mm -hmm. um,
2: Protecting the children? Oh, in the state where they marry children? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't. They can't go to Pornhub, but they can marry 88 year old.
1: But people who. corpses. are internet literate, know how to use a VPN. So I feel like better sex education and age appropriate porn. Anyone who wants is to access
2: an adult content site has to be it prove that they're eighteen. Uh, but
1: then you're stopping adults from being adults, and you're you're then having to like, there's like, mm, how do you feel of, as an adult like giving away your private information and your ID every time you want to watch porn? Oh, so
2: it's like if you're doing it of age, you're having to
1: yeah. Like, why aren't you using the parental controls? That I was just say, why? Where, yeah. uh, why, where, where are, are where are the where are parents? parents?
2: <laughs> it's like yeah, if you, if, the internet is for adults. You're the one that had the kid. You gotta watch it. Do you gotta make know where it is? It, you just do. Yeah. You know, just get. I, um, but when you have fifty kids, you can't possibly know where they all are at one time. So Utah had to. Do you want kids?
1: no thank you did you always know that yeah i can't i yeah from as long as i can remember i've never wanted kids yeah i'm just not interested i just honestly i feel like firstly the world's already overpopulated and secondly the world is an absolutely horrible place Mm -hmm. i don't want to be responsible for bringing a child into this world and be responsible for their suffering because living is suffering
2: I'm going to let you go very against my instincts. And She's to locked me keep in Keep you forever. I haven't done a podcast this long in a very long time, but we ha- I have to finish editing the um, uh, uh, roast of me, which you're going to do the intro yes, for. Yes, oh I'm my excited. Gosh. So, so Angela is going to do the intro that we're going to put in the roast of ugh, Whitney Cummings, and it's going to – should we show her the picture? Should we show it to her? It's basically going to be like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the roast of Whitney Cummings. Please welcome your host, Hannah Stocking. Okay. Is that what we need, Haley? Easy.
1: Yeah, welcome to the first Whitney Cummings. Yeah, I think the other one was like, and now for your host. And now
2: for your host, Hannah Stocking. Can okay. we put that on prompter? And then, um, what's oh Please perfect. stand by. Please, What was that?
1: Did, what did you like you that? Oh, no, was that too what robotic? What did you just do? I said, oh, my God, I thought that was just, came. I thought that it was just, I said, that was your voice. That yes. was I thought that
2: that was Wait, wild. I, thought I just pressed a
1: button. But sitting I, sitting that, that.
2: Sitting. that sounded like Siri. <laughs> Sorry, that was wild.
1: Was that good or was that it, bad? It was, but it was
2: like it sounded like a robot.
1: Please stand by. That's wild.
2: <laughs> you know, Robert Greene's argument about the aliens is that it wouldn't. Uh, is that aliens wouldn't be able to make it to Earth because the distance is so long? They, if they were made of what we're made of, flesh, uh, they wouldn't survive the trip. So they would have to send robots. So maybe oh. that's you. Amazing. And the robots don't know they're robots. So that's the robot. yeah.
1: That's r- going back to Blade Runner. Yes. Full circle. Yes. This is he knew something.
2: <laughs> Shit. <laughs> okay. So while she's pulling this up, um, or just putting that on prompter. Um, would you do a TV show for OnlyFans TV?
1: Like me, like produce one mm-hmm. if I had a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I guess I wouldn't have to. Ha- I, I wouldn't have sex though. Like that would be the problem. Like yeah, yes. I mean but it could, could be. Could. Some, I know oh.
2: something. OnlyFans TV is kind of
1: happening. That could be fun.
2: What is the key to the perfect blowjob?
1: Mm. Besides being you. Um, no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> eh. Um, honestly, I think I think there's a lot of different things that can make a good blowjob. Lots it of spit. The twisting, That's twisting. good. Yeah, little little uh, pepper grinder. <laughs> using a, losing the mouth, using a lot of spit. Uh-huh. I would say um, poking your tongue out so that your tongue is coming out. I I do that. A lot. I wish I had a um, something I could demonstrate on. I mean, uh, you know what? Do you, are you gonna? Hat? Could this be? My, could this be mine? Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You're my um,
2: favorite person.
1: <laughs> it's easier to deep throat if you stick your tongue out. So don't keep your tongue in your mouth, right? This
2: is the best day. Oh.
1: All right, so you're sticking it, I wish this was more softer. And oh, then you can actually, I see. So you can actually tickle the balls with the tip of your tongue as well. So imagine these are the balls, right? Whoa. Whoa. Right, so you're using your tongue to tickle the balls while the dick's all the way down your throat. That is a game changer. I'll, I'll have a sip of this now. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you made it come. Yeah, <laughs> it works every time. She, she, <laughs> 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 every time, so without she just, fail.
2: She just got a Topo Chico sponsorship <laughs> in a, a big way.
1: Um. So, something along the lines of... Welcome to the OnlyFans TV roast of Whitney Cummings, and your host for the evening, Hannah Stocking. What? You're a robot. Wild. <laughs> for sure. Can stand by. Yeah.
2: <laughs> do you want to just do another one for? for yeah. Fun? Was that too loud, or was that it good? Was, or... I mean, do like three in a row. Okay, perfect. I always like to do like whenever I'm doing something, I'm like, can I just do three in a row so that you're not like. There's no yeah. pressure.
1: Okay, perfect. Welcome to the OnlyFans TV roast of Whitney Cummings. And your host for the evening, Hannah Stocking. <laughs> Welcome to the OnlyFans TV roast of Whitney Cummings. And your host for the evening, Hannah Stocking. <laughs> Heaven. Perfect. That's it. I feel like that last one though I didn't give enough emphasis to you. I just it was more. like it was ca- it was calm, but then you didn't get enough attention. I
2: feel like I get enough attention though. <sighs> one like more. I feel like I, we'll do one more. I yeah. like I kind of like the underplaying me a little bit because I feel like such a narcissist. It's just like you know what I mean. Yeah, but this it's is like, about you, but
1: it is. You have to accept that this is your moment. I love so your brain. <laughs> Welcome to the OnlyFans TV roast of Whitney Cummings, and your host for the evening. Hannah Stocking.
2: (laughs) You deserve (laughs) everything you have. I love it when I meet someone who just deserves everything they have and more. It's the
1: best feeling. It's only because I have really big boobs and so I couldn't play sports. And so then I had to take a different elective and that elective was drama. So I am a crazy theater kid.
2: You're, but you just, you're, but you're so clear. You're not like, you're just like, I'm going to
1: nail this. And you nail it. (gasps) Thank you. Literally. I love to nail things rail things <laughs> sorry i'm totally
2: obsessed with you i love hanging out with you thank you ditto ditto yeah. I, angela white there's i don't this is the best day of my life i love you guys thank you so much for coming don't ride thank elephants you.